<laughs> What's poppin? Uh, Your microphone. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I already have already been drinking. My girlfriend gave me some aged rum. She told me it was aged, but she failed to let me know that it's been aging for 27 years. So I'm over here. I'm, I'm stumped. I'm just stumped. really stumped. Yes, yeah, shot, 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 shot. Yeah, catch up with me, child. <laughs> well, um, it's just us two again tonight, y'all. You, you, you good? Yeah, this is, I don't, whiskey is, I love whiskey, but I don't mm-hmm. drink it a lot. So when I take a shot, it's like, I can handle it. But it's just like, when you swallow it, it's like that after effect of like, burn. I'm so cracking it just, up. It, it just take a minute to hit, but it just take know. a minute to go ahead and settle. Yo, I really think that I'm becoming immune to alcohol. I mean, probably because I went out this weekend and I had uh, like I went out one night and I had I swear I had like eight to ten shots and I wasn't even I wasn't drunk I was like barely tipsy. Yeah, I don't like that. Whatever. Sorry, we got distracted. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start the show. <laughs> <laughs> What up, what up, what up? It is what your boy LeBron No B and Jeremy. Just Jeremy. <laughs> we are back with another episode of The Way I See It podcast. Josh is still out. Continue to keep him lifted in your prayers. But we are going to continue to keep the trend rolling and doing what we got to do. You feel me? Um. So, yeah. How was your week? You heard how my weekend my weekend was. I'm immune to alcohol, and it's really pissing me the fuck off. <laughs> like, I mean, you and this wasn't like these were not shots of like just. I was like mixing my shit. Like I was taking shots of motherfucking Jose Cuervo, of De Leon, of 1800. I think I even took a shot of Burnett's. I drank two flutes of champagne, and I was like literally just like barely tipsy. And I was like, usually I'd be like stumbling over myself. What the fuck is going on? I mean, so when I worked on the ship, like I drank a lot, probably every mm-hmm. every night, every other night. So yeah, after a while, I pretty much was yeah immune. I mean, for my thirtieth, I think I started with champagne, drank a whole mm. bottle, mm. then switched to screwdrivers. Oh. Then, then switched, <laughs> and then Filipinos. Jeremy, Jeremy, drink this. Take a shot oh. of beer. So, so a shot of beer. I, wait, 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 wait. Uh, shots of beer. The fuck Fili- is that? That's some Filipinos. bullshit. They literally like because they know I don't. They knew I didn't drink it, so they would take mm-hmm. like a cup and just pour it, and I'd be like, "Well, fuck it, shit, drink it." So yeah, yeah just take a little shot. So that, That's crazy. It, Sounds like that's the road that you're. But I on. don't drink like that though. Like I, I, I smoke more than anything. Like I rolls up a blunt, multiple blunts daily. Like I smoke more than anything. So you would think like, and even when it comes to smoking, 
like my tolerance is so low when it comes to smoking and it was low when it came to drinking like i take maybe like three four hits off the blunt and i'm like well i'm good my boyfriend be so mad at me <laughs> like you and that bullshit but i'm like i'm good so but that's how it was a drink i take like two or three shots or four shots and i'm like okay y'all feel it woo 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 and i was not it was not giving that like right, I feel my <laughs> well, my bottle girl flow. You know what I'm saying? Got the sparklers and everything. You feel me? But no, <laughs> so I got carrying, that car, carrying the light up sign that says your card right. has declined. <laughs> <laughs> but happy birthday! <laughs> but happy birthday! <laughs> yeah, child. No, I was not one of the type of time, and I was really, really over it. But how has your week been? What's going on? What's going on? Um, it's been okay. Like I work is kind of getting crazy. Um, just because like, so with higher ed, it's depending on what season you're in, like Mm -hmm. first part of like, well, the first, well, the second half of the year is all about recruiting. Mm -hmm. And then we come back from Christmas break. It's like yielding. So it's just a lot of a lot of planning. Like we had a meeting today that was like over two hours just trying to plan mm-hmm. stuff, you know, for the next mm. couple months. Um, so that was a little bit draining, but it's good. Um, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I just went yeah. to sleep. I almost went to sleep with you explaining it to me. Well, child, we have, we have, we have food. So I mean, I would, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nigga said um, free food <laughs> period. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been okay. Um, a lot has happened like mm-hmm. around the world that's kind of and we'll get to it eventually but yeah um, definitely put a pen in that my, we'll come back to it and my allergies are like floyd mayweather in right now oh um, shit <laughs> you know but <laughs> that's why i'm gonna take these whiskey shots and i'll be all right so, period and you know what i think now that you said something i can like call my hypochondriatic if that's a word ass down because <laughs> i have like this cough going on but um I mean, I'm, I'm congested right now because I just got finished doing some stuff. But, um, <laughs> um but my cough. <laughs> Drinking on my fucking nerves. What was you doing? No, don't worry about that. Um, that's my business. <laughs> Mind a business that pays you. Amen. Hmm. Um, but I've had like this cough and it's been kind of wearing me out, but I've not had a fever or like any type of headaches or like, you know, any of those other um symptoms that come with like what you would think would be a cold. It's just been a cough. So maybe it's my allergies. Cause I was ready to go to uh the uh AR room so I got walking walking the walking mononia <laughs> for a long periodical time. I got the walking mononia. That's all about to tell him because I was getting freaked out there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might I might take a COVID test just to be safe, but I mean, it right. just because there's so many strands, so many new strands. Like, did you see on the news? Like, they're like in China, you have to have like to leave or come out that country, you have to have like a negative COVID test, and they're testing for like multiple strands so it's like new strands like like, like even the delts even the omicron variant they have like Mm -hmm. so many sub variants that were and for me i had omicron in um when i got covid and i'm gonna say it was the worst thing ever because omicron omorion that little nigga be dancing on your motherfucking nerves like literally it attacks your nerves and (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) 
but yeah, it um it attacks your nervous and joint system. So when I had that, I was like, oh my god, I thought I I couldn't walk. I thought I was about to die. Y'all talk about me about this motherfucking microphone, and I just heard you didn't ding it like twice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was that. It was not my uh, mic. Uh, Andre, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, so I would like for center stage tonight. Um, I don't know. I believe Josh brought her to the um brought her to center stage before, but I just have to just give her her flowers, you know, while she is alive. From Vine to the motherfucking Golden Globes, Quinta motherfucking Brunson girl so she won um so congrats to her win on best actress in the tv musical or comedy uh her show that she sold (laughs) um won golden globe for best television series um musical or comedy against strong contenders like um hacks only murders in the building um, I forgot who the Wednesday and I forgot who the other mm-hmm. nominee was, but very strong contenders. I love Only Murders in the Building. Like that show was fucking amazing. And even um, Tyler James Williams um, being on the show allowed him to win Best Supporting Actor in a television series, musical, comedy, or drama. And to accept this award um, in front of the audience that is at the Golden Globes with. Uh, <clears throat> legends and greats who actually paved the way for for comedy in the lane, lane of comedy um quinta like you are amazing and you are truly an inspiration to concert creators like myself who um you know for me it's for me it's much so i like discipline but seeing you being like the beacon shining of hope of what discipline and consistency and chasing after your dreams and believing in yourself and believing in your dreams and believing in what you've created. Um, it's amazing. It's inspiration. Um, girl, you are doing it. Continue to do it. Continue to open up doors for your fellow black actors like Cheryl Lee, Cheryl Lee Ralph, who got, who won. What, what did she win again? She got an Emmy. She got an Emmy, so you uh-huh. open the door for Sh- for Cheryl, Cheryl to win an Emmy, open the door for Tyler to win a Golden Globe. Like, this is, you're doing amazing work, and we applaud you. We love you, girl. We love you. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. Shout also, out to her. Um, Angela Bassett got a yes. Golden Globe, too. And her speech yes, was... she did. Her speech was amazing. Like it, it almost brought me to tears, to be quite honest with you, um, yeah. just because of the way that I just I am just moved by how the entire cast crew of the Black Panther franchise just honors Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? It just shows you that like when you work with people and they truly become family, and the mm-hmm. impact that someone can leave on another's life, like that. Like this is why. I'm going to say that for this just hit my spirit. But yeah, because <laughs> it just hit my spirit. But um, yeah, shout out Kyle, to you Angela better, as you better, well. You better uh, put it in your notes. Right, because... no. Let me go ahead and put it in my notes because I'm over here drunk already. Hold on. <laughs> Shit, what was I about to say? You're going to be stumped. Um, I, I'm stumped right now. Um, okay, no, I got it. 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 Um, but yeah, she looked fucking amazing too, as she always motherfucking does. 
The booty was booty. Huh? Booty was. I'm correcting up your nasty. You nasty. Show list. You nasty. Angela come rock the, Angela come rock the cradle. Okay. <laughs> Not rock the cradle. I'm cracking up. So that who? Too, she, um. She almost. She almost. Uh. She almost ran me over before. What? Wait. Uh-uh. Yes. Before we move forward, let me go. Let's talk about this. <laughs> when I so when I still lived out in California. Um, so my school, if you're familiar with LA, anybody who's listening, my school is literally right across from Capitol Records. So that's mm. Vine, Vine and Sunset, which is like probably the most popular intersection in all of California. So me and my mm. roommate and maybe somebody else, I think we were walking probably to get food or something, or maybe to a rehearsal. And mm-hmm. there is, there's Thomas again. There was a hey, hotel. <laughs> there was a hotel on the way and so there was a parking lot next to it so we're crossing that parking lot like the exit and it's like a mercedes and like she breaks and Uh-oh. we was like oh shit and then it was kind of like wait a minute that's angela bassett and so we was like no go ahead angela go ahead she was like no nah, y'all go on y'all go on i think she was embarrassed because she had a <laughs> maybe i would have Cause I would have okay, my my neck, my back, my neck and my back. So fucking quickly, bitch. Yeah, give me all your coin. <laughs> so if I ever somehow get famous and win an award uh-huh. and she's there, I'm going to tell uh-huh. that story. She not going to Hey, and, and pull like what Quentin did last night. Hey, Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. Hey, Angela. Right. Um, <laughs> girl, you. <laughs> I would I, I wouldn't be here if you'd have ran me over. <laughs> <laughs> well who well who's calling us back tonight, Jeremy? Um I would like Gerard Carmichael to call me back. Gerard Carmichael. He hosted the show last night. Um, yes, yes. There were moments so like I didn't watch it um like right when it came on because I was at rehearsal and then I went to my parents and my mom was like showing me his outfits, which they were all they were okay. That pink didn't do uh-huh. it for me. But mm-hmm. um so I didn't watch the entire thing. I just kind of watched, you know, Quinta and Angela and, you know, um, mm-hmm. old girl from American Pie. And then <laughs> Lucy, what's her name? Not Lu- Lucy Lou, whatever her name is, child. Not Lucy Lou. Okay. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Um mm-hmm. but on Twitter this morning, I was scrolling and he made a joke saying, like, oh. It's so good. To, no, what did he say? Something about it's it's good to be in the hotel that killed Whitney Houston. Yes, so distasteful, so ghetto, very tacky, very tacky. Um, I don't, I don't. I need to. I'm gonna actually go back and watch the entire thing because I'm really confused by oh. the amount of like racism jokes and like like not that it's. I was just surprised that he had that much freedom. So I don't, mm-hmm. I, and I guess, you know, maybe the Golden Globes, they have a different, you know, it's not the Oscars, it's not the Grammys, it's not the Emmys, it's not the Tonys, you know, so maybe mm-hmm. their team is just different and they are more open to, but I just, there were just moments when I was like, he's really trying, but it's just not landing and it was really dead. So I want him to call me back mm-hmm. because you're not going to do my girl nippy like that. Um, yes. Don't ever do my girl fucking nippy like yeah, there's just Don't there's ever. no time won't ever heal that one. Like if you say no. it about you know R. Kelly some shit like that, Bill Cosby, I'm with it. Harvey Wein, 
whatever his name is, I'm with it. But mm-hmm. not Whitney, not Whitney, not not Aretha, no, nobody. So yeah, you know what? Back. And you call speaking on this, you speaking on this is a great segue to <laughs> um, something I want to talk about. So Marvin Gaye, I need you to pick up the phone really quickly because we need to figure out what the fuck is going on. First thing on the docket, Rolling Stones. Go ahead, because Rolling Stones, like y'all, y'all did two things right. So they, so they, um, they rolled out a list of. If you have not looked it up, please look it up. Please look up this bullshit as list. Um, Rolling Stone rolled out a list of the top 200 singers of all time now y'all did right because nippy was number two and aretha was number one i can definitely agree on that but i don't understand how ashanti made the list Girl. girl but celine dion did not I'm confused as to how Bjork made the list, but Jasmine Sullivan did not. I am so con- maybe you can help me out, Jeremy. I'm so, <laughs> so the funny thing is, it came out like last week sometime, right? Like yes, early last uh-huh. week. Okay, so yes. Once again, I'm on Twitter, and everybody's like, "Oh, Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones, Stones." This list is bullshit, and I was Bull- like. I was Shit. like, what is everybody? And I hadn't looked it up. I was like, what is everybody talking about? And so uh last Friday, I was at a so me and my friends, we watched, you know, drag if anybody watches drag race, you always gotta have a watch party for the first episode. So somebody brought it up. So I pulled it up and I was like, I went through I think maybe like the first 50 or 75, and I was blown away. Yeah. Like I think Luther Vandross was like 31 or 32. Yes. Or, it was just I don't know. It was no, I need to know the was, credentials of who composed this list or compiled this list because it's really bad. Like no, horrible. <laughs> like like Mary J. Blige made the list, and I'm not I'm not the a huge fan of Jennifer Hudson, but if Aretha Franklin wanted Jennifer Hudson to play her in her biopic, then don't you think that she should have landed a spot on the list? Like, come the fuck. Fuck on did no Brandy didn't Brandy didn't make the list. I was about to say because because I even and, and I love my girl Aaliyah too, but I would I'm just stumped she's on not a how uh, uh, Aaliyah no singer. no she's not no. a singer singer and definitely definitely not a singer to the fact that that you want to be on a list of 200 top greatest singers of all motherfucking time. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm just still stumped that all of the honestly truly that all of these singers made this list, but Celine Dion. Celine Dion. I forgot what which year that Billboard performance was when she sung uh, "My Heart Will Go On and On." Classic, when she covered um, Aretha Franklin's song, and I said, "Oh, you you black? You decide to tap and see a uh, uh, so what? If you had any type of black roots in you, you tap and dumb motherfuckers because bitch, she was motherfucking singing. I just don't." Yeah, what 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 the fuck was y'all doing, Rolling Stone? Yeah, I mean, I have her in my top five. Um, so I yeah, I I don't I don't know. I think Aaliyah was like forty if there's some something like that, and I'm like, she shouldn't have been. And, and like like I said, I love my I love 
I love Aaliyah, but I, like she should not have been. She should not have been um on the list. I'm sorry, because Pink. I'm trying to look up Pink's um statement because she did she let make it? Cause she them because Pink can go, but I don't know. I I think she made it, but she was just pissed off at the fact that um other people made it or other people that she knows that can fucking sing better than her um so uh, i i can't find all of the whole thing um but she said this is the magazine that used that used to feature um oh stay with it (laughs) magazine that used to feature people like john lennon and muddy walt and muddy waters uh Hunter S. Thompson, and Hunter S. Thompson wrote political pieces. They put Tina Turner on their cover. Then they sold out, and all credibility went to shit when style over substance and revenue over authenticity went into pl- and went into play. That's when Snooky became a- acceptable coverage. Give me a fucking break. Do your homework. You don't have to like me or my music or anything about me, but believe me, I could give a shit. This is the biggest sellout in fucking history when it comes to publication that we all once trusted. Fuck Rolling Stone. <laughs> yeah. And I've felt that way for decades and so many of my favorite artists and peers have. This isn't just about their horrendous opinion of rating Grammy performances. It's a decade of wasting trees and people's time. Go the fuck off, Pink. I stand. Was Kelly Clarkson on I, there? I don't think she was. I, I don't honestly I do not know. And I do not know. That but that'll be like a maybe not, not necessarily a game, but I want everybody to like compose I keep saying compose, compile a list of like top ten singers, male and female. And I just want to see what where everybody is. I'm very curious. But child, that that's a bullshit um, as link. So uh, <laughs> what else has been going on this week? So this morning I wake up and there's a notification from, I think maybe CNN is where I saw it, that mm-hmm. all U.S. flights were suspended. All <laughs> of them. Because Every the system went one. down. And so there was a map and I just could not believe. I was like, so first we had the Southwest fiasco last week or about a week mm-hmm. and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Now we got literally every flight across the country and so i just i don't under i don't know i still don't i think there's like they're trying to slowly get it back but there's still like now there's a lot of delays because i just if you're flying i'm sorry i just i feel because i got i mean i got i got trips potentially coming up for work and i'm like i ain't going (laughs) no seriously I'm not gonna be stuck in a motherfucking hotel. I'm Weird, sorry, not I mean, a hotel, but airport. <laughs> and then what if what if that cause not cause not all the time do do uh, airlines offer things like hotel vouchers and shit like no. that? Like well, like for like for me, I I don't I live in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Atlantic City has an airport, but it only the only um airline that flies out of Atlantic City Airport is Spirit. I could go to Newark, but Newark is like Newark is like it's some hours away from me. <laughs> it's like closer to New York, so that that that's like almost a three hour drive for me. So I usually no. go to Philly. I usually go to. I usually fly out of Philly because because Philly is only an hour away from me. I could not imagine 
driving an hour to Philly to tell them, for them to tell me that, especially like if it's like a late night flight or something like that, for them to tell me that my fucking flight is canceled and they're not going to offer me any type of hotel voucher or anything like that. Like that shit would fucking blow my shit. Yeah, and I really I, feel bad for people, and, and I, I, I have a, and it makes me nervous because I'm sure my birthday's in April. Yeah, it's a couple months away, but I'm still trying to like plan everything out. And I'm like, should, yeah. and I want to go to Puerto Rico. I'm like, should I, like, should I even buy a plane ticket? Like, what the fuck should I do? <laughs> yeah, baby, you might want to come up with a plan B. Go, so, I mean, no, for, go somewhere but for where real, you might be I okay might just with have being to, stuck. <laughs> okay, I might have to just go ahead and just drive it down to DC or something like that. Like, I don't know. Be safe and sorry. Yeah, I um for real. If it did happen, uh, hey Mike, if it did happen and I was on a work trip, I would be fine because thank God we have like travel and travel and payment cards. Um okay. so like everything have, like would a be per day. For. We do have yeah, we do have a per diem. Um okay. and it's based on whatever city you're in and because it's okay. just me, baby. <laughs> that's another story for another day. But because um, baby, when I tell you, I be running it the fuck up when I'm out. Listen, I, I will go to every motherfucking steakhouse, run it up. I'm saying, <laughs> I got $65 a day. Oh, shit. <laughs> Say yes. Less. Lobster, steak, truffle baby. mac and cheese, asparagus. Go ahead and bring me out this, uh, the muscles and uh, calories, my appetizer, and whatever fancy little dessert y'all have, I'll take that too. <laughs> treat, look, treat myself, leave a big ass tip. And period, get the fuck. Yes. Um, <laughs> but in other like tragic news, Kevin Lemons. Oh my god! I thought we were gonna save that for like. Well, no, it's it's good that you brought that up now, so because I know that we can bring it back. I, yes. Oh. That it really shook me for. A plethora of a, ooh, a plethora of reasons. Um, mm-hmm. I know I have, I know one like socially. I know one person, but there's another guy that I know. We're actually friends, and he's the first person mm-hmm. I thought about. Um, mm-hmm. And to see, like you know, some choirs. Like I think for me, and this is this might be random or weird to say, but I can see Kevin's relationship with his choir. Whereas with Ricky, I can't. Does that make sense? There's like a certain energy, like there's yeah. and like there's a there's a family aspect to higher calling. It's always been that way, and that's why I've, I've loved them since the YouTube clip I heard when Tiffany was singing, um, "Baby, um, oh yes, hey, well, with that blonde yes. hair. That's, yes, that was my that's my first. Yes, she was shaking her eyebrows, you know what? I thought it was Fantasia at first. I was like, Fan Fanny Pack! You sing with tonight. the You sing with tonight, the lemons. <laughs> uh, um, but like you could see, you know, you could see their their chemistry and their like and like that familyhood. You could really see that. Um what right. shook me was that when my minister of music passed a few years ago, I didn't know how it was gonna affect me until I pulled up for the wake and I started hyperventilating. Because I looked at the uh, mm. person I was, and I like I had never experienced that before, um, and I've I had known her since I was seventeen, so, and it's it's still crazy mm. to this day. Like on Facebook memories, something will pop up of her like commenting on something when I was still out west, or so I just I 
and and I, t- I text him yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna give him a couple of days and just kind of be like, Hey, I just want to check on you, let you know that I love you. Um, and that I actually truly do understand the pain that you're experiencing. And I was like, I'm here, take it a day at a time. But that, I mean, that just, I mean, we're not even halfway through the first month and it's like, yeah, already. I was like, I'm going to just stay the fuck home. <laughs> at this point i mean so no yeah, but it just it, it it took the wind out of me too no i have been a kevin lemons fan since 2007 i will never forget when like youtube was first getting popping and um like 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 you know that, that's when all the choirs are posting video like all the mm-hmm. community choirs if you will was posting videos and the two main choirs that you will always see on YouTube was Kevin Terry mm-hmm. and Kevin Lemons. Mm-hmm. And I would the, the first video I heard of Kevin Lemons was um my hands are lifted. Up. Absolutely. I said who who is this choir? And what the fuck? And I I actually um made to to this day I have a I have a close friend, or well, not a close friend, but a friend that um we've been social media friends for since then since like around 2007 um and oh my god over a decade that's crazy um but so so i I know him and i reached out to him too and i was like i'm so sorry i'm i can't imagine like what you're feeling right now i do apologize but i as an avid fan of kevin lemons like i'm talking about like you can pull up any motherfucking Kevin Lemons video and I will know every part to that video. You can pull up any yeah. song by Kevin Lemons right now and I will know every perfect motherfucking piece. part. The perfect okay. piece. Perfect piece. They were the first choir. Let me just put this out there just in case y'all don't know. They were the first choir to invert the end. The God went when they took it. And when they inverted it, First choir to do so. Kevin Lemons was a motherfucking trend setter. Who gonna flip search me, Lord, like that? Come. Kevin Lemons was a trend setter, a musical genius. And he was, I've never, I don't know, I've never got a chance to meet him personally, but yeah. I have been um I, I've been in, I don't I don't wanna say. I mean, we kind of do run in the same circle, um, but I never got a chance like to really meet him one on one. But like, just his uh, the times that I did, like what what I, I was able to talk to him at a concert that I had to sing at, or that I was like going to support with one of my friends. The mm-hmm. times that I did were what I was able to speak with him. He was so genuine and a fucking clown. Like you, you, you could just tell that he just loved to mm-hmm. have fun, and to just yeah. just to just be taken away from us suddenly at the age of only 44 this man was young 44 years old um so i just sent prayers out to the limit uh to the higher calling um family um i send out prayers and love to his wife um and you know did he have children the, 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 he didn't have any i believe if i'm not mistaken i believe his wife is pregnant no. If I'm not mis- if I, if I'm not mistaken, I like that this is this is allegedly this is not like I don't have any sources, but I um I was talking to my best friend and um he said that she posted up that she was 
that she is pregnant. So it, um, don't know that don't know that to be one hundred percent true, but if that is one hundred percent true, um, even the more prayers sent out to her, and just we're 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 praying your strength, um, and we to everyone who was impacted by his ministry, um, we'll we'll soldier through this. Um, we'll just continue to live out, continue to. Um, listen to his music and spread his music and, and just because he did leave us uh, he did leave even at his young age he still left an amazing legacy behind like he yeah. really truly impacted choir music in the gospel field you yeah. can't especially for our generation you can't mention any choir without mentioning kevin lemons yeah and and yeah, higher I mean, calling on on honestly and truly i don't remember the last time I anticipated a choir album like when they finally I was like because it's like you know after mm-hmm. a while you fall in love with somebody on YouTube and it's like okay release a fucking album I'm already ready, right I'm ready for a motherfucking you album know? exactly so I remember uh, texting my friend I, I think because I saw like I don't know if the, a single came out or something and I was like when is the album dropping and he told me and I was like I'm just I've ne- I don't remember a time choir wise that I've been that excited and you know anticipating just like for that drop and um we had just we just sang something uh for your good a couple weeks ago it was in rehearsal but yeah but it's just like you know so i come on i just hope that his choir Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was, was going to say, you, you know how Alanda Draper and Associates, you know Alanda mm-hmm. Draper and Associates. Come on, Quiet thank you. Of Come course. on, Quiet Come on, Quiet thank you. So, um, Doth magnify the Lord. Come on. So when Alanda Draper passed, the Associates still did engagements. Um. After he passed, so I really, I really hope and pray that Higher Calling doesn't disband. And they just truly continue to press on and, and honor him and continue to, you know, because, oh, my God, like, I like I'm such a stand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm a really a big stand no, when it comes because because the, it, he really, truly like, honestly, if you listen to like Kevin Lemons, when he first started to the Kevin Lemons that he is now the growth that had, because Kevin Lemons, like we all we all love a good bark. They barked, you know what I'm saying? And, and we all live for it. But then they began to come in, uh, like, I would watch his rehearsal videos, and he taught me, because when, you know, when I was ministering music at a church, I would have to teach the choir certain songs. And he taught me, along with um, my, uh, along with Christopher Irvin, who I used to sing with, he um, taught me, okay, j- just placement as far as what tone to use while choir singing. Mm-hmm. I, I needed rich and full dig here, but use your natural tones here. Go ahead and go ahead and wail out here, but use your natural vibrato here. You know what I'm saying? So like like it, j- j- just to listen to his rehearsal videos and hear the growth of his choir go from barking to actually controlled, beautiful mo- musical tones and like the melodies yeah. that they had. Like I'm just I'm a stand. I'm a stand. You'll he'll definitely be missing. I just really hope and pray that higher calling does not allow the grief to overtake them. But allow it to strengthen them and just continue to push forward with his legacy and continue to record, perform, uh, go out and minister because he instilled so much in them. And I don't, I don't want this to be the last I hear from the choir. 
Yeah, I um, I totally agree. I wanted to get your thoughts on how the announcement was made. Bitch, let me fucking tell you something because I'm tired of y'all motherfucking church girls. Y'all get on my goddamn nerves. Y'all need to chill out with the motherfucking antics. First of all, I, 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 didn't, I found out before the motherfucking family did their official announcement. That is so ghetto and so distasteful and so dishonorable and so disrespectful like how dare you and then y'all dumbass is gonna post up heartbreak emoji and a lemon emoji like we don't fucking know what the fuck you're talking about that shit really pissed me off that shit and i promise you if you're listening to me and jeremy this is this goes for you too if you're listening you're a close friend of mine and god forbid i go before my time and somebody starts that show on facebook you have my full permission to cuss them the fuck out embarrass them please because that shit is so disrespectful and then yeah. all these antics oh uh, oh i remember this one time back in 1997 and kimmy and kevin girl does he did he still know you does, can, can he look you in the crowd like, oh, that's my homie? No, chill no. the fuck out. Like, you're doing this shit. You're performing for clout. And that's the shit that pisses me off. I think what what creeped me out was that somebody made a flyer that quick. That quick. That quick. And it's amazing how y'all can make a flyer for an announcement that for a death that hasn't been announced properly yet. But y'all got uh, backed up orders. Of Please paid clients, clients who paid for their flyers to be made, and your ass ain't fucking do that yet. But you want to hop on the train and make a Kevin Lemons flyer. I, I, and this is another reason why I'm so happy I'm not like as active in ministry as you know I once was, like singing in community choirs. Because had that been my founder and I saw some shit like that on Facebook, I would have showed my black ass, I would have smacked the fuck out of everybody. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> it is so disrespectful. Do you feel the same way? Did I take the words out your mouth? <laughs> I I didn't like I didn't like the rollout of just it just like I get the intention, but the execution was very poor. I like don't get very... the I don't understand the intention. What was the intention? The family has not announced yet. And his wife put up a status that said, please refrain from talking about anything until there is an official announcement. Yeah. That's his first of kin who said that. Yeah. Or next I, of I kin, mean, whatever you call it. I mean, it's intention as far as wanting to honor him. That um, I'm good with. But the execution of you dropping it, you know. Larry Reed got a whole thing on Facebook with a flyer in the background. Child. And then I see another flyer. You know, he that girl's always the one that want to be. And then what's that other faggot? Uh, William William McCray. I saw that shit on Twitter. Um, so it, it just, yeah, I I can't imagine. You know, like going back to when Kobe passed, and how mm -hmm. TMZ released that. You know, I think it was the article prior to Vanessa even being notified. Yes. Right. Thankfully, you know, thank God she won her lawsuit um, for that, even though she didn't need the money. But, you know, whatever. right. It's so, um, so wonderful that she did it. Yeah. But I, I just I can't imagine what that's like. Um, and I just I, church people just make me sick because everybody wants to be the first to in, to be in the know about something. 
and right. you know you post like you said, like I said. your story like like matter of fact it's a girl <laughs> i ain't gonna call your name out i, I was real close because the whiskey is now crossing <laughs> <into> <laughs> The Eddie's was already oh Eddie. The Eddie's was already up here. <laughs> and, oh Eddie, um, I'm cracking. Oh. So every time somebody dies, mm-hmm. she gotta say, make up a fucking story. Oh, I remember when I. No, you don't. Like when Andre Crouch died, she was like, "I'll never forget what you told me when I was nine years old." Girl, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> Like you want to be the first one to know, and I just I don't understand. Hey, music! Don't. Oh my gosh, you heard that? Jesus! <laughs> I don't know what just happened. The the, the devil is busy on tonight. He's Teddy Riley, tonight. the Teddy Riley spirit. No, um, no, for real. No, but but honestly, it's just like I said earlier, performing for a clout. It's just so fucking distasteful. It's so disrespectful. Have some class about yourselves, you you filthy mouth faggots. Have some fucking clout. Sissies. Some, have some cooth about yourself, please. Like, a lot of you mm-hmm. were not raised with class. Like, most of like most of us respectful church girls with wisdom, you filthy mouth cunts, snaggle-tooth cunts, need to learn mm-hmm. some motherfucking cooth about yourself. And that's just that on that. Good news. Okay. Um, our uh, d- Lord. Ooh. I can't think of his name because it's fucking whiskey. Demond, Demar, Demar Hamlin. Yes. yes Thank yes. you. Yes. So he has been discharged from the hospital, and he is. Thank you. 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 Yo, I can't with you. <laughs> okay, but he has been discharged and he is reported to be on a well road to recovery. So we love, I'm going to go ahead and hit the applause check for that because we love that. Yeah. That really does want my heart and it shows me it, this just, the, if, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Cause no, cause I gotta get loud about my God real quick. Let me take, let me take my shot. Child. Let me go ahead and get loud about my God. You cannot tell me the power of prayer. You cannot sit. You cannot tell me the power of prayer does not work. You cannot tell me that God is not real. If my people, huh, huh? who are called by my name, will humble themselves. Humble themselves. Everyone humbled themselves and got on their knee. Seek my face. Not from the wicked ways. And some people still got problems with that. But then will I hear from them the the fervent prayers of a righteous man. Availeth much. You cannot tell me that prayer does not work. And you cannot tell me that my God is not real. For somebody to go from the brink of death to being discharged and on a well road to recovery. You cannot tell me that my God not real. I love with, to fucking see it. With no brain damage. I think for me, that's what that's Boom. what shook me was that that was the first thing when I found out when I saw it. Because I was, I don't know what I was doing. Um, but like my TV was, the football game was on, but I wasn't watching. 
And so mm-hmm. like I'm on Twitter and then I'm seeing like all these tweets and I see the video. Um, but it's the fact that he was down for nearly 10 minutes. And when you're, I don't know this bitch. I know this from watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I know most of the name. I know most of the name real, but niggas watch three seasons of Grey's Anatomy, and all of a sudden they motherfucking doctor <laughs> can, can't perform open heart surgery right now. Oh um, my god, I'm crying. <laughs> but, this I do, but this I do know: if your brain does not get oxygen, you absolutely risk right. very traumatic things so like the fact that he was the first thing that he woke up and asked about the game like yeah that just that's that yeah. was touching for me um right. but also just like it felt like for the first time in my life that i've watched a sporting event and something like that has happened it felt like the world stopped like everything mm. stopped um and it was similar like i, I don't want to br- keep bringing it up but it was similar to when i've I was on the tour bus and I found out Kobe got into that helicopter accident, but it was in that moment. It just felt like everything stopped. Cause that was, I just, nobody had ever seen that before. You know, and like, I know you don't watch football girl, but I shut, I'm, next season, next season, I'm getting into it. I'm like, stop throwing football well, parties and everything. Playoffs. You can do a Super Bowl oh, party in, in February. I think that's it's like true. the first Sunday. Um, that's true. I, I kind of gave up on the playoffs because my team that I like watch but don't watch. It got that's all right. So. <laughs> Just look at, me, look at them men's and them pads. <laughs> I'm crying. Um, <laughs> but um, to I, I've watched football all these years, and I've I've you see hits like you know big hits all the time, and niggas can't get up or they get concussion protocol. But for him right. to stand a routine tackle. Hmm. Did not nothing, you know, it wasn't no hard collision, but because hmm. of where that tackle hit him, it stopped his heart. Right. right. That's that's just it's crazy. And like I just his mom was there and like everybody he was he went from like handshakes and hugs to being on the ground in front of national yeah. television, nearly yeah. dead. Right. Um and then like I saw something earlier of uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. And the entire staff, coaches, mm-hmm. trainers, all at midfield, kneeling and praying. Yeah. See? That thing shook me. Uh, the power of prayer, the power of unity. Come on. The unity unlocks the oil. Yeah. Announcers play, praying on national television. That doesn't Come happen. Come on. That, we love to see it. And there is power in prayer. If you don't know nothing, if I, we don't say nothing else during this episode. Please know. Don't. Stop praying. Please don't ever stop praying. Ain't it crazy how God can get the glory in whatever way that he wants? And what? He'll always get the glory. Huh? Huh? Woo! Whew, I almost went up into tongues right there. <laughs> and whatever he wants, in whichever way that he wants, however he wants, whatever time he wants, in whatever venue, whatever way, shape, or form that he wants, he'll always get the glory. And he'll people- use the... Ju- Hmm. And who it, didn't, yes, who didn't acknowledge it, him? They okay, acknowledged him that night. <laughs> okay, come Oof. on now. People thought it was foolish, but he uses the foolish to confound the wise. Hello. All right, let's Walk stop heavy. before we go ahead and go to church. <laughs> let's go ahead before we start church. What? A, oh, oh, Diamond from who? Diamond and Silk. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> She Bye, went girl. on and she went. 
<laughs> Condolences to your family, I guess. Oh my goodness. Yo, when I first saw this, I thought about that clip of what's her name? Oh my gosh. She's a, she's a light skin uh light skin girl that was like that's like real into um politics like amanda seals but her the other name i forgot anyway when um when amarissa got fired from the trump administration and she was like i, I she was like i know y'all can't y'all too professional to do this and i'm gonna do it bye girl <laughs> that's the that's the exact reaction that i had bye girl we never claimed you we got rid of you you never you have not been invited to the cookout for a long ass time See you, girl. Enjoy your slope ball to hell. Hmm. Quite honestly, condolences to your family, to your children, if you have any, to your husband, if you have one. But you had too much salt in your diet. You ate too much fat back. You had too much red velvet cake. You know niggas love red velvet cake. Uh, that that caused you to have a little heart palpitations or whatever the fuck. But I'm glad. And then use a mammy. She's a man. And if those who don't know what Mammy is, it just basically means a servant to a white family. She's a Mammy. And Donald Trump had the audacity to put out this fake ass condolence tweet. Like, and it's probably, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm probably, go, all right, don't cancel me. Don't send me to hell for talking. I'm talking. Sorry, I'm not sorry. But I just can't get with how, like, how. How hard pressed they were for Donald Trump and everything that he stood for. I support Donald, bitch. See what, see how, see what working with the enemy does to you. I mean, hmm. <laughs> in, in that He'll case, be. he didn't. He did not make the enemy your footstool. Looks <laughs> 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 like he was under his foot. <laughs> under his foot, and your foot slipped, and he didn't get caught. <laughs> okay. Yeah, went on. So, I mean, seriously, in, in all seriousness and all sincerity, condolences to her family because she's still a human being. A loss is still a loss to some people, to some people. But to me, I honestly, when I saw that, I was like, oh, what's for lunch? Right. <laughs> like, what was that's I a, that like, what, what, what was I doing? Oh, okay. Oh, let me go back to clipping my toenails. Okay, let me go back to walk, walking uh, my. Let me go back to walking my frog real quick because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Quite honestly, sorry. sorry, not sorry. Um. Oh, I know you want to talk about your boy, uh, Tory Lanes. Child. I am so. This is the. This is the trial that never. <laughs> seriously like i feel like this motherfucking trial has been going on forever now the sentencing has been rescheduled to february 28th because apparently his lawyers want to try to like appeal or do a retrial or some bullshit boy give it up <laughs> give it up delicious you look like a man give it <laughs> give it the fuck up we you we heard that we heard the recording from That's your jail call exposed. okay you you've been exposed the bodyguard is still mia a fucking fugitive um the girl that she was fucking uh Kel her name's kelsey whatever the fuck her name is uh megan's old best friend she didn't go she didn't spill all the tea on you honey just give it up just just go ahead and get, go ahead go back to canada 
and obscure and so no obscure into nothing list nothingness like Uh-oh. we all shut up let's go ahead and just disappear <laughs> into nothing lit nothingness there we go again nothingness how we all predicted and want this to happen jeremy don't give me too much <laughs> Don't give me too much. <laughs> this this twenty seven year old rum is kicking my ass. If I'm just being quite fucking Rosetta honest. Stone, be a witness. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> get on my fucking nerves. But um, yeah, no, I don't. Honestly, I really don't want to talk about. Like, I'm just kind of over talking about Tory Lanez. Like, I just feel like this this trial has been going on. For, this whole situation has been going on for far too long. The nigga should have the nigga should have been locked up or deported or whatever the fuck the sentence the sentencing is going to be. It should have been happened because what black woman like and like and th- th- this th- this just goes back to how how I feel. I'm I'm not a black woman. But, you know, as a gay black man who is very effeminate, I can, you know, kind of I kind of identify the plight that they have. Not fully. I'm not going to say that I fully identify with the plight that they have because I'm not a black. I'm not a woman. But I, I, I can definitely empathize with them feeling that they're just not protected, that they're always being that they're always covering. They're always protecting and always pushing and being the backbone mm-hmm. for our community and black men. But when it comes to them, who is their advocate? You know what I'm saying? Right. So my, my heart really does go out for Megan and I, and I pray to God and I, I know that she feels vindicated and I pray to God that she rides this vindication train for as long as that, that, that she just fully steps into her vindication and just embraces it because girl, you have been through the fucking most with this situation. And it, why are they gonna do it in Black History Month? The last day of Black <laughs> History Month. I didn't even I think just, about that. <laughs> I just thought about that, bitch. <sighs> Some shady shit. Well, that's that just was, that on that. That's just I mean, that on that. It was a lot, but yeah, it was. A, you know, it, it, it has it, it has been a lot. Well, that brings us to the question that I that we're posing this week, and it is the title of the episode. Love is blind. <laughs> <laughs> is love colorblind? <laughs> Good night. And so, yeah, so that's what that's what we're talking about tonight. We're gonna we're gonna dive into interracial dating and how you know, our thoughts on it, how we feel about it. Jeremy, you can go ahead and start off. Like, what are your? My, I guess my my questions. I guess the questions that I did have about like interracial dating is. How do you feel it? How do you feel about it? Do you support it? Um, do you feel like it's like a hidden agenda that the white that the man has against our community? Um, is is there such a thing as pure bloodlines? What what's your thoughts? It's tricky because so my parents were born in the fifties. Mm-hmm. 51 my dad was 51 my mom was 52 so back then when they were in school there were still white and black water fountains mm. um and so as i got older my mom you know would always say i don't ever bring no white girl home <laughs> and i was just like and i you know i mean straight straight to the point 
Um, <laughs> straight, straight up but the head. It, <laughs> but it was with it was with the trauma of what she had to go through, right? You know, and what she still sees. And so, why? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. to this day, she's still triggered by a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, I can't tell her how to feel because I don't, I didn't live that. Like I can drink mm-hmm. from whatever water fountain I want to. Right. Um, we just have a whole different level of racism now. It's just mm-hmm. like the other side of the spectrum. Um, mm-hmm. So, but like one day I, I was just like, and she brought this up like recently. Um, I don't remember how old I was, but I was like, well, dating outside of my race ain't in the Bible. <laughs> and she did, and she just looked at me like, hmm. And I, you know, and so I dated a, I dated a white girl in ninth grade, but funny enough, I think she broke up with me because her parents found out I was black. Mm-hmm. Um, More than likely. Um, I have slept with white, Hispanic, European, mm. Spanish, Italian, mm. Mm. South African. Well, I, you know, I feel I feel like we could we we can exclude um like sexual relations. What 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 not not sexual relations, but Hispanic people. Okay. From, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I, because I, I feel like Hispanics is niggas at the end of the day. Yeah, for real, for there's real. some common ground. Okay. You know, um, so there, there's some common ground there. Yeah, but I, I kind of wrestle with it because me being as sexually sexually liberated as I am, mm-hmm. um, I find a lot of people attractive, and I don't necessarily see race in that, you know. But what I wrestle with is code switching Mm. so if you at brunch with me Mm -hmm. let's say me and you at brunch and then i invite Mm -hmm. i mean it can be a white man a white girl Mm -hmm. niggas is flying you know all over the place and i I want you to say nigga please say nigga in front of me (laughs) i'm gonna knock the motherfucker out or her the fuck out you know but having to deal with that you know, because I mean, I not to say that I'm always around me and us, but mm-hmm. yes, I have a diverse um, circle um, and I can adapt to any. I mean, I've just always been that way just because of where I grew up um, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but to always have to worry about you being uncomfortable, that's mm-hmm. what turns me. That's what turns me off. Organically, mm-hmm. I've swiped right on, you know, somebody I may see on any dating app. Um, mm-hmm. talk to you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, la- the last girl I slept with was, was white, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that I don't you don't have to worry about, but that's what mm-hmm. I think about, you know, when I, you know, if, if I start talking to that person or whatever, like, mm-hmm. do I really want to deal with that? Like, having to work, are you good or like you're uncomfortable or like, or you don't want to come out with right. me because you know where I'm going, um, right. So I'm, I'm on the fence. Hmm. Um, it's hard. It's just, I think it's situational. Like it, it really has to be an organic thing for me. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll just, you know, if that bridge, cause I, I don't, I never want to miss out on something. Right. Um, because of, you know, cultural differences. That's just something, you know, but yeah, that's where I am. For me, it's a fuck. No, <laughs> we know girl. <laughs> 
It's it's <laughs> it's an absolute fuck no. Um, now I wouldn't go for I wouldn't go as far as to say that like I don't I don't. Um, honestly, if we're, if if I'm being one hundred percent honest, I don't know if I fully one hundred percent support it or not. Um, okay. I will say that I will say that um, if I see interracial couple out, I won't be like, oh, I wouldn't like go as far as to saying that I don't celebrate them. If they were have children, I don't celebrate their children. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to saying that. Um, I don't know if I 100. I don't I don't know if I 100 percent support it. Um, I know that it's not for me now. Like I do find some white. I, I do find some white men attractive i will say that like there are some white men out there um that i that if it came down to it and they wanted the yams and i had a hall pass then baby i'm popping this pussy you know what i'm saying and, and you know, normally i do like my meat well done but there are there are there is oh there's always an exception to the rule <laughs> so okay. like so sexually i don't and that may sound bad i don't really give a fuck um, but but sexually, I I um, it's more palatable to me. But as far as like being in a relationship with someone who is outside my race, um, I don't I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, just because for me, at the at the end of the day, one thing that comes that is important to me when it comes to relationships is um, com- um the ability to uh. It's, de- it's definitely compatibility, but um, the the uh, ability to uh, understand the plight that I'm going through without me even saying a word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I can go out with my boyfriend right now, and, and we can be out in a restaurant and just look at a couple and just look at each other and already know what the fuck we're saying or what, what the fuck is being said or what we're experiencing Mm-hmm. Whether it be uh, whether it be a microaggression, whether it be uh, overt racism, you know what I'm saying, and be able to connect on that level, and I just don't have that. I I couldn't see myself being with someone who I have to number one worry about is your family racist, mm-hmm. and then number two having to ex- explain why a microaggression has bothered me so like so, like like I, I i just feel like no matter how down a white person and and, and nothing wrong i love my white brothers and sisters we love you all caucasian brothers and sisters but i feel mm-hmm. like no no matter how much of an ally you are for our community or how down you are with our community or how much you think that you would understand the shit that we go through on a daily basis i there's no way you can understand until you are living in my sh- like i am not only a black man but i'm a black gay man and i'm a black gay christian man in america <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and yeah. I don't, I I don't feel like a white, uh, another white man will be able to really truly understand and connect with me on that level. And when when I'm feeling a microaggression or when I'm feeling racism, I need my partners to be able to feel like understand what I'm mm-hmm. feeling without me having to go into explanation or turning into a debate or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, th- for for me, I wouldn't be able to. I can't do it, child. 
Yeah, and I, that's and that's a great point. And as you were saying that, I thought about like it's it's as if you've lost or not lost, but you don't have a safety net. Yes, because it can be a you know like I you really just gonna keep moving while I'm okay. Um, <laughs> it could be I'm trying to think of what's happened to me before. I was in Target. I actually mm-hmm. saw this story on my Facebook years ago. Um, I was in Target. Forgot. I think I was like going for something electronic. I can't remember. But there were mm-hmm. these two two white men. Um, okay, there were these two white men um, in like the little wheelchairs, you know. Mm-hmm. And one asked the other one, "What happened to you?" And he was like, "Oh, I got beat up by a bunch of niggers." And I was like, just like. Baby, I don't know what aisle I was in, but I was like, what can I grab to knock him the fuck out? And I had to immediately Quickly. gather myself. Holy Ghost was like, nope. And I was like, I took a second, very calmly. I went to, I went and found the closest employee. And I said, there are two gentlemen making very racial comments and I'm super offended. They need to be escorted out of here right now. And it was done within a few minutes. Oh, and child. she came and found me and then she apologized. But I'm traumatized, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to come home. And then what am I going to, what are you offering me as a condolence? Exactly. You know, I understand what you're going through. No, you don't, because that might be your cousin. And right. that's my next point. Even if your family isn't racist and they've proved that, what is your lineage saying? Exactly. And I don't want to have to worry about that. If I have to trace, yeah, if I have to trace back, but um, yeah, it's just like, it's so interesting because certain experiences, like you said, you, when you're out and you look at each other and you know what it's about. um, Yeah. Or if you're together or like, Mm -hmm. there have been times where I've been, yeah, like I've been pulled over um, and the, guy I was talking to at the time I immediately I was like I FaceTime him and I was like just stay on the phone mm-hmm. he already knew what it was about exactly. and I'm talking about things like, that go without explaining yeah yeah and the cop has started so like imagine like a hick town so mm-hmm. in LA very very north there's a town called Simi Valley it's white that sounds very hick <laughs> that sounds very yeah. hick <laughs> it is so I was leaving um leaving a show one night we always go to fridays after every pretty much every show on the weekend Mm -hmm. because happy hour (laughs) shout out to tgf fridays baby Mm -hmm. how happy hour is where it's at um and i was going home i didn't drink that night i didn't drink that night at all but Mm -hmm. um my car needed to be aligned and so like i think i was reaching for something and i swerved a little bit and then i came back Mm -hmm. um and then a cop got behind me and he turned his lights on i went to the first exit it's come it's pitch black no mm-hmm. street lights are on there's mm-hmm. like a random gas station i just picked my phone up and hit facetime and mm-hmm. he asked you know he was like have you been drinking i said no he's like where are you coming from i said um i had a show tonight and i went out with my cast to get um something to eat i had water have mm-hmm. you been drinking he just kept he just kept asking me he just kept asking me mm-hmm. and i'm just like I don't know what's about to happen. 
Because, I mean, there's nobody else exiting. Like, that's why I was like, this yeah. feels like a fucking movie. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, if I got a white boyfriend, what am I going to do? Exactly. Like, what would you do in a situation? Or, or, like, and then it's like, I like, and then even a situation like that, like, I would be scared to FaceTime if I had a white boyfriend. I would be scared to FaceTime my white boyfriend because, like, are you going to try to be a white savior? Like, <laughs> are, like, 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 what, what am I going to get? I don't know. I don't. And and just even back to your point, like about uh, n- knowing the family's lineage, like that's that's just another reason why I don't think I would ever, ever be able to like be in a relationship with someone who's white. And and let let me just go ahead and just because I'm picking you up in the spirit. Mm-hmm, I see you mm-hmm. in the spirit, and I'll call you by name. <laughs> don't play with me now. Nah, but um, let me just go ahead and just just go ahead and just dis discredit this misnomer that black people that what we're saying is racist because black people cannot be racist in order for us to be racist we would have to be able to implement things in laws without oppression (laughs) without oppression we will have to we have to be able to implement systemic racism in order to be racism we cannot do that shit There is no way for us to do that shit. So there is no way you cannot call a black person racist. We cannot do that. Prejudice, maybe, but we cannot be racist. All right. So now that that's done, I I don't think I don't think that I could be with someone who I know like like and like because the thought of what was what was your was your great 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 people's owning slave slaves owners. slave uh-huh. owners you know what i'm saying like like I, I don't think i'll be able to and i i know me i don't can't even say i don't think i know i know myself i would not be able to move past that just, just because i'm not like super super pro black like dr umar or whatever his name is like i'm not off the deep end like that but i love my blackness i love being black i love everything about my ethnicity i love everything about my heritage and my and, and our history and there is no and there is no way that i'll be able to just know what our history is in this country and be okay with being with a white man i'm sorry i just couldn't do it i could not do it and it's it's funny how like and that's why like black people will always be supreme is that we can adapt in any situation period we can sit at any table. Sit at any motherfucking table. We can converse mm-hmm. in any conversation. Mm-hmm. Because that's why, like, at first when people was like would tell me, oh, Jeremy, you talk so white. And I would get offended. Now I'm just like, but at least I, you know, I, I'm i not going to apologize for talking proper or what you right. think is proper. Mm-hmm. I'm well-spoken. I've always right. been that way. That's how my mom raised us. All of mm-hmm. her boys. Where's my sisters? <laughs> Pray for them, girl. <laughs> the mabonics be rough. I love y'all, but I love some, it. <laughs> I've been seeing some grammatical errors on Facebook. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, child, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, but I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, Eddie. <laughs> what was I saying? You <laughs> talking about be, uh, you get offended when people say that you talk white? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> I can adapt in any space. So if mm-hmm. I want to go to Cowtown Rodeo mm-hmm. and hang out with folks, I can do that. Mm-hmm. If I want to go to a, a white frat house, I can do that. Whereas you can't go to 
the ratchet, the most ratchet club. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. can't come with me to what, what used to be OT, but is now closed. Okay, you can't come with me to 3606. When I mm-hmm. like niggas, right. all niggas, you're not going to be able to be in that space, but I can right. adapt to wherever you go, but right. you can't. Right. So that's why we're always going to be. And we're we're always going, and not just that. I just and also, and and this is just just a little bit of pushback, Jeremy. I got to give you a little bit of pushback, but I don't want us to equate. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that you said this, but it can be interpreted as this. I don't want people to uh, to equate ebonics to stupidity, or ebonics to not having any type of intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. I, I, niggas can speak the most ebonics and be the motherfucking smartest in the motherfucking room. Let's just be quite clear about that. It's just how we. True. It's just how we speak. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't. I, I, I think what worries me as far as like as far as being, I get offended too when, when people say that I talk that I because because when I'm in when I'm in corporate America, and and it's just such a catch 22 because I want to be myself at all times. And and I, mm-hmm. and I pride myself that I, I am myself at all times. But when it comes to corporate America, I just know that I have to be filtered. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. that's, that's when the code switching comes in. And I think that I'm, I, if, for me personally, I'm trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to find a balance. Find, thank you. Find a balance from being my ratchet ass hood booger self <laughs> to letting niggas know that I have a wonderful flow of speech. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can be very eloquent when I want to. I can be very well spoken when I want to. And and, and without, you know, it can go, oh, you're being a proper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Red. <laughs> yeah. Red. Um, I, yeah. I can I see how that can be interpreted that way. I think for me, mm-hmm. it's more so be able to switch it on and off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you said, I'm I'm so impressed by how now organically people mm-hmm. can can code switch because I do it without you know like I have so in my office there are I'm the only black person. And then so we have two white people and I think Hispanic, two Hispanics, and then me. But then like I have coworkers who are black. And so I um when I'm talking to them, I'm talking to them differently than how I talk to, you know, my other coworkers. But I just do it naturally. I just do it naturally. Right. Um so I'm always impressed by like how we're able to, and it's it's also just reading the room and realizing like what you can say and how you can say it because mm-hmm. for white folks, it can be misinterpreted. Like I'm not going to be at work it's like, bitch, please. Knowing, oh my God, right. bitch, they, they going to HR. <laughs> I'm not using it in that connotation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Come on, connotation. <laughs> um, All right, come on, word. <laughs> Let them know. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm always impressed by how we can adapt in multiple spaces. Yes, and adapt, everybody. adaptability. And, and and let's just let's just be 100% clear. At the end of the day, we motherfucking built this shit. 
let's just be clear we built this shit so what's uh, um what do you think about because because um i have seen i can't really like kind of cite you know the specific person or like the times that i've seen this but i i have seen it before like there'd be a conversation i saw this on facebook about like pure bloodlines if you will basically playing in your own sandbox to keep like black people black if you will i can't i can't really speak to that because for me personally i have my grandmother my grandmother on my mom's side was um has dominican irish and black in her Wow. My grandmother on my father's side, Puerto Rican and black. So I can't really speak too much on quote unquote pure bloodlines because I'm a mutt. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly black, but I know that there are other there are other factors in my DNA. Yeah. So have you have you seen or ever heard that type of conversation before? I haven't actually. It's the first time. Like when you first said it, I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like I mean, I've seen people talk about like literally only playing your sandbox because you you, you don't want to dilute your blackness, basically. Well, and see, like I have, I think it's my dad's great grandmother, mm-hmm. um, full blown Cherokee full-blown mm, mm. and passed on because like if you i have to send you a picture of my dad his hair mm-hmm. he is 72 with waves still i love it i love like it. his hair <laughs> like his brain of hair is so gorgeous mm-hmm. i got his hair but i didn't get his hairline so that's what okay <laughs> okay here we are, <laughs> here we are. Um, i'm crying i'm on my ball journey um but yeah i've never i've never thought about that i find now i will say i do find beauty because i will say interracial couples not all but some make some beautiful babies now let's stay there let's stay there (laughs) because i because they do but i but i have a problem with the only the only problem i have with interracial relationships is when uh a black woman or a black man and marries the opposite race or have children with the opposite race just so their kids can have quote unquote good hair yeah now that that's that, foolish that's foolishness that's foolish. to me because all hair is good hair and if you and if you know if you will take the time out and you know do your research and you know look up things like hair porosity and water retention you know or if you have somebody that have went to hair school like myself you would understand that literally all hair is good hair it just it's just the textures are good for different things. It's stronger at this. Some textures are stronger doing this. Some other, some textures are stronger doing that, but all hair is good hair. And it really just, it disgusts me when I, when I hear about, especially in like girls, y'all know you're my girls and y'all love y'all. But when black girls like make joke or, or say shit like, I'm going to get me, I'm going to go, I'm going to go from, 
I'm gonna go from uh, motherfucking Raheem to Richard, so my uh. baby can have good ass. I want baby, my, I want baby baby to have good hair and light skin. And like, but why is that the standard for beauty? Why is that? Why is that the standard for me? Honestly, uh, I'm attracted to chocolate niggas. Like the, I like them dark chocolate because I think that, uh, like that, that it, it's just beautiful. If you look at a chocolate baby, if you look like a, mm-hmm. at a chocolate man, or even a chocolate Lupita, her like her skin is just chocolate. People are they are just gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Yeah. So I so I so it it really it really breaks my heart and frustrates me at the same time that for some reason mixed babies and 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 for and and for a minute it was the wave like that was like the standard of beauty or that was the standard of like that like that was the goal was to get a mixed baby. I hate that shit. Yeah, and that like those those type of comments, colorism has entered the chat now. Yes, absolutely. Um, now speaking of that, I see a lot of light skinned niggas on Twitter who that's the first thing they lead with, and mm-hmm. they try to they try to be coy and naive about it because they'll make I have to find it. Um, but this one guy. I think his his username was at mixed god at mixed god right and then you're like i'm gonna find it i promise i'm gonna find it but it says something along like it he highlighted being light-skinned mm. and then somebody comment commented and was like so but your handle is at mixed god so it's like shit like that it's that's like we can absolutely be colorist against our own people you know, yes. and, like, and that's I, just not in the black communities. I like, I like yeah. to be some like, like in a Hispanic community too, like Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. Like, if you're mm-hmm. like black, black, then mm-hmm. you get you get shit talked about. Like, if you're my complexion or your complexion, and you're of Hispanic descent, like Dominican or Cuban or um, anyone, they yeah. will like really talk shit about. You. Like, like it's like the lighter you are, the more beautiful you are, and then yeah. even us. Us and Jamaicans, yeah. Us and definitely South Africans, yeah. I'm gonna say this: if you anybody listen, if you've ever met a South African, then you probably will know that a lot of them are not only entitled, mm-hmm. but they are fucking assholes because yeah. they think they are superior to Black Americans. Like, I yeah. mean, I, mm-hmm. I experienced that on the ship. And I think of the South Africans that I met, I think I only actually genuinely liked one of them. Mm. And there were several, but they all had a different characteristic that I just did not like. And it was that Mm -hmm. like, it's almost like the same way that white people think they have that hierarchy over us. That's how South Africans act. Even the ones that are black. That's so sad. Yeah. So That is so sad. Yeah, I... mm. Now, what do, what do you think about? Um, uh, I know I made a joke about it about um, like black men saying they're gonna get rid of Raheem and go to Richard, whatever. Like, but what 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 do you think about that misnomer about um, black men and black women going to like for black women going to black going to white men because they feel like they're gonna be treated better with the white man, like they're not gonna get put through the mud like they would with the black man, or like if if a nigga. 
started dating a white woman because the white woman don't talk back and likes to give head because apparently black females don't like to suck dick. That's new to me. <laughs> I know. Well, first of all, I, I don't fuck with females, so I wouldn't know that to begin with. But the 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 black females that I did fuck with when I was still fucking with females, they like to suck dick. So, <laughs> how, how how do you feel about that misnomer? Like, I I have a problem with that statement because it it diminishes everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I say I don't want to date another black woman because they're all ghetto. Mm-hmm. Then I've put every single black woman in that category under the sound of my voice who saw mm-hmm. a tweet, who saw a post in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people use it as a, as a scapegoat of having a hidden agenda. Because mm-hmm. um, I find that, and this will kind of go into, so I find that white women are smart. And you're starting to see a lot of white women with black basketball players. Mm-hmm. It ain't because they love them. It's because they playing the game and they know how to it's do it. It's because they stealing our men. You white, blonde, blue white, yeah. pink pussy chi devils. I'm sorry. sorry. Jesus. Um, but I, I don't, yeah, I have a problem with it because it, it definitely sends the wrong message. Um, and I, I think it's a hidden agenda. Um, I do find that a lot of black men probably don't realize that they have this fetish over like mm-hmm. controlling mm. women and they and they know what they can get away with. It's yeah. you're more than likely gonna find a white naive woman than you will a a black naive woman. Now that is now that 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 is I I mean I, I hate to be you know stereotypical but <laughs> I, 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 but I, I just, I, but I honestly, I, and quite, now that I think about it, it's not really a stereotype. It's actually kind of quite facts if you think about it, because black women are black women have to already deal with so much shit in their life, so they're not about to deal with no weak ass nigga. Yeah. White women, uh, white women, even if, even if you're a poor white woman, you're still white before anything, so you still have privilege. Your privilege will always come first. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So you don't you 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 could have time you you not as strong. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that all. Oh, you know what I'm saying like please don't get offended. Please don't cancel me or whatever you want to do. I'm just saying that y'all not as strong as my sisters, and it's that's just facts. Y'all don't have to deal with the same shit that my sisters have to deal with on a day to day fucking basis. Y'all just don't. So I mean I don't really think this is there. It's like. I just think it's facts. Yeah, what you it's, it's, it, it's not. Um, because, I mean, like, you will find some black naive women. You will, for sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's... They're digmatized. Dozen, maybe. Yeah. They're or digmatized. Like the fear of, I don't want to be alone, so I'm going to stick yeah. with this. But then white yeah. women will do everything to keep. Yeah. You know, a black man. Um, well, so, it, and I think like I, I feel like some white women wear it like as a badge of honor, and that shit kind of pisses me off too. Like yeah. I don't, I, I don't like them white women that be like, "Ha ha, I got you, I, I got it, I, we stole another one of y'all good men, bitch." I'll beat the fuck out of you. Like, yeah. <laughs> that 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 shit right. pisses me off too. Like right. it's like kind of like a badge, of, and I, I I feel like in and honestly, here's another here's another layer to it. I really do feel like there are some white women out there that are predatory that 
go after black men just to have that badge of honor. Just to be like, oh, I got me a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Why you think so, Jordan Peele wrote Get Out? True, and that's very true. How do you feel? And okay, so this is this is just me. It maybe I'm the one who feels this way, but once I found once I find out that a respected black actor or celebrity or whoever is dating a white woman, we 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 could talk about um what's his name, British black man who had the who had the show. What's his name? My it's phone did, of, so I can't look it up. My phone is dead right now. What show was it? Trevor. Oh, I think his name oh. is Trevor. Trevor. Uh, Noah. Noah something. Oh, the light skin guy. Yes. He's married to a white woman. Yes. I, didn't I don't know, know if that. he's. I, I know if he's. I don't know if he's married to white women, but I know that he's. I, I can't confirm right now that he's married to white women or not, but he's definitely with one. Mm. But like I go because you know he, Trevor Noah I think that's his name, so um you know his his showing off and on on like one of the last episodes he like did like this long ode to black women and his mom and how much she sacrificed and how much she's seen of black women sacrifice this that and the third america was built on black women's backs you niggas are all fucking ungrateful show some motherfucking respect to black women love on them because there's no other creature or being like the black women are going overboard doing all this extra shit but you are with a white you're with a white woman Make yeah. it make motherfucking sense. If you have all this love and adoration for the black woman, why are you not with one? Because what are your what are your conversations after that happens? What Exa- you, oh, good job, babe. Huh? Like hello, and th- that that just goes back to that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That just goes back to compatibility. Like I, I, we, we can, we'll never be able to have that level of understanding like that unspoken bond that you just have with another like that you i can't lord not another nigga but that you have with another person of color you know what i'm saying like like that that's just that that that's that that that's my stance i just i don't like i said i can't say i don't believe in it i can't say that i don't agree with it it's just not for me yeah and you gotta think about children too like Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays, and you know, depending on what what their cultural environment is, as far as like public right. schooling, right. if they're in an all black school, and you know, one of the parents is white, what is the hair looking like? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, but more importantly, you can tell a difference in somebody who grew up in a black household, you know, with Absolutely. two parents or a sister or brother, whereas a mixed household. It's going to be different it, and it's it's not and you can practice the same thing mm-hmm. but the delivery is different yeah so and all about gentle parenting and right so my mama telling me out. my mama telling me be home before that street light come on so, and you and your ass better be the fuck inside I remember one time during uh, during summer the street light was on but it was still light outside so I thought I was being fucking slick Got my ass beat. My mom said, I said when the street light comes on, mommy, it's still sunny outside. I don't care. 
I said when the street like yeah, that shit wouldn't be uh, it's it's and like like you said it's a and and then even I'm s I don't I'm so sorry I didn't mean to cut you off for like kind of deep. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But but it's but it, it, like you said, when it comes down to children, even even with disciplining your children, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you like how how are we gonna have that conversation? Because we don't time, do time out doesn't out. So we could do a time. We can do timeout because I, I do even with my goddaughter now. I like I do timeout after I tap that ass. I'm gonna tap your ass first, and then you can go go ahead and think about why the fuck you got beat. And oh, that that sounds so horrible, Jesus! Why, why the fuck that ass got? But it's the truth. And, and, and honestly, I will say this: like me, like me, um. Even though she's not biologically mine, but me being and B being in the picture to help be someone that that is helping raising her, mm-hmm. um, I I will I will say that like when it comes to discipline, me and her mom kind of like in her mom is black. We kind of had my cousin, my sister. She was my sister. We had like um kind of like a disagreement because for a moment there she was into gentle parenting. And so hmm. she, she was kind. She was kind of like, but she taught me. So like when I when I when I have kids, and I now implement it with my nephews and everything like that. Like I'll implement like, all right, well, I understand that you're frustrated, but talk to me and instead of having a tantrum because that's just gonna piss me off, and I'm gonna look at you like you're stupid and you're gonna wear yourself out. Relax. Talk. You know, communicate with me when they're at the age where they can communicate. Communicate mm-hmm. with me. Let me know what's going on, so we can find a resolution. Like now, that aspect of quote unquote gentle parenting, I can get with. But yeah. as far as like being in a like in an interracial relationship, if you if you grew up and you can say whatever the fuck you want to say, your mom and cut your mom and dad the fuck out and not get and not have no re- repercussions. But in the black household, that's not going to fucking fly. So if we have a kid together. And 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 Lil Johnny like fuck you, Dad, and I pop him in the mouth, and you get mad at me. How how that look? That that's the that's just a a whole argument. Like another reason, another layer why I just can't do. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I just don't want to have that conversation because I mean, yeah, del- delivery is everything, and I I mean I implement I I implemented with my dogs when mm-hmm. I first got. Because I got them both, at, I got them both at different times, but the same age, three months. Mm-hmm. Best believe, they got that ass tapped. Yeah. Best believe it. Um, yeah. And they say, you know, don't, because it makes your dogs aggressive. They are the sweetest dogs in the world. Um, it's all about, but it's how you raise them now, because they're right. you know considered adults, and they don't. I mean, they're they've been good for the most part, but Oliver is the one. Pray for him. So I stopped, I stopped popping him and I put him in timeout and he hated it. So mm-hmm. like crate training, that's the whole thing too. And I promise it makes mm-hmm. sense. But mm-hmm. instead of me leaving it open because he has separation anxiety, his punishment is you're not going to be able to see where I am. So I'm going to put a, mm-hmm. a blanket over your crate for an hour mm-hmm. so you can sit and think about what you did. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if he does now, if he does something, I don't do that anymore. I just tell him to come here. He lays down mm-hmm. and I have a conversation. Do you see why mm-hmm. that's like he was chewing my shoe the other day? This is not a no. And that was his first mm-hmm. time. So, I, you know, and he ain't done it since. Mm-hmm. 
So it's, it's so all funny about how dogs how, are really like humans. <laughs> yeah, and they understand everything you're saying, everything because mm-hmm. like his little ears go back, he pouts, and then he'll put his foot, he'll put his head on my foot to like say that he's sorry. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he knows Aww. my tones change. Yeah, he's so mm-hmm. sweet, but my my mm-hmm. tones my tone changes. But the whole, like you said, the gentle parenting, and you know, you they on punishment, but they still got their phone. No, baby, no. <laughs> We, <laughs> parents take TVs, baby. When I was in pun, when I was on punishment, the only thing that was in my room was my bed and my dresser. I got my phone taken away, my TV taken away, my VCR because I'm that old at the time taken away. Absolutely, got my motherfucking. I got uh my my little karaoke machine or my my little my cassette player. That was the fuck out. I was on lockdown and don't come out that room unless you got to go to the bathroom. Or it's time to think, eat. Think about what you did. Other than that, your ass is staying right in that motherfucking room. So yeah, well, it is is love. It is love blind. How about you? Y- y'all can let us know. Y'all can DM us and uh, after listen to this episode, and and give us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely, we can talk about it, and we we can come back to it. All right, so um, moving on in the service, um. If you guys do not follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at LeBron underscore no underscore B. Um, my Facebook. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> for those of you um, who do not follow me on social media, my Instagram name is LeBron underscore no underscore B. My Facebook name is LeBron, L-E-R-O-N Anthony. Um, if you want to follow me, you're more than welcome to. But um, for those of you who do not follow me, I was actually, or uh, um, even if you don't follow me, you know, because I talked about it on a previous episode um, where uh, our, our episode right before we transitioned into transitioned into the new year, um, how I was off socials for like a good three months, like from August to December, I was off of social media. Is that three months along August, September, October? August, September, October, November, December. Oh, that was a good five months. I was off of social. Off of social. Yeah, I was off of socials for five months. And so, bring um, I brought the new year in, reactivating my socials. Um, people of God, I'm going to need y'all to stop with the hey stranger. <laughs> Please. Please. Stop with the hey stranger. So I got I got a DM from someone who I have not talked to in a very long time. Um a very long time. I want to say like it's been a couple of years since I since I talked. So I I reactivated my social and I posted a picture and I get a hey stranger DM. That shit fucking wears me. You think you cute? You think you trying to flirt with this hey stranger bullshit? No. That is, number one, that is not my name. Number two, I, that, that's just that's just not a cute greeting to me. That's just not that's just not a cute. My response to me. is, whose fault is that? <laughs> and that's that's precisely. First of all, I just now I just leave that shit on red. Do but before. Or that was definitely my response. Well, whose fault is that, Shug? 
Cause I'm I've been right. here. Ain't shit changed about me. You, you disappeared off the face of the Where motherfucking you been? plane. Where you left me? And you th- and bitch, I'm not uh, I'm not chasing I'm not shit. Let that be fucking known. I I I, I don't I don't. <laughs> my name is not my name is not Sprite. My name is not Minute Maid. My name is not any of those other things. I'm not a chaser. Okay, so you can go ahead and fucking give it up. So that so from here on out, people of God, if 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 you see somebody who you know that you haven't. Or if you if you see somebody post that you haven't talked to in a couple of, a couple of months or years or however the case may be, do not enter the chat with "Hey stranger" because that shit is so fucking tacky, late, and tired. Just say, "Hey, how are you? It's been a while." Have a normal fucking conversation. <laughs> like, "Hey stranger" is not cute, and it's not a segue into "Oh hey boo, I miss you." No, it's just, speaking it of get Jason. <laughs> A child. <laughs> you remember in Precious when Raspisha stole that chicken? <sighs> I don't know why I got the visual when you said I'm not chasing. Baby. Maybe she had that bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> she was out with that bucket of chicken, baby. She was out. I said, run. Precious, run. And then threw it up. <laughs> Oh poor thing! You what? Use a dummy, bitch! Don't nobody love you, bitch! I said that was my mom. I would have to slit her throat. I'm sorry. What I'm supposed to do, huh? Since you fucking know everything, (laughs) since you get your fucking degree. (laughs) Yo, I'm cracking up. All right, Jeremy. Anything hit your spirit today? This week, today, during this episode? Go for what you want. Period. Um, and be intentional when you make that choice. Um, like the last couple of days, I've been feeling like I really want to be in a relationship. I really do. Um, okay. And so I'm just trying to stay positive and make sure that I'm open. Because in the past, I like, especially after the last situation that happened, and we got to we got to talk about standing up and ghosting and stuff soon because mm-hmm. I, I need to unpack mm-hmm. that story publicly. Yeah, go ahead. Get um, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm because I'm such an empath, I do give sometimes, not even second, but multiple chances. Um and I end up getting burned, of course, it never works out. But then that pushes me away from wanting to date. And I think I said this last week or maybe not, but Dating is always going to be risky. There is no way around it. The only way around mm-hmm. it is to not date. So that's what I mean mm-hmm. by like be be intentional with your decision. So like if I'm going to decide like I want to date, then I'm going to, I might get disappointed. I might get hurt. But it's also an opportunity for me to grow as a person and really like I have amazing discernment. And I say that in the most humble way. Like there has never been a time where I've mm-hmm. met someone and I've literally said, I don't like you, to, like internally. And it wasn't like to be ugly, but later down the road, I mm-hmm. see why I don't. I see why I don't fuck with you. Um, and so I need to really start mm-hmm. leaning on my hell spiritual gifts of like being able yeah. to discern like this person is not 
for me and they're not for my heart, you know, and, but I have to be intentional about not ignoring that. Oh, because, well, I'm an empath. Well, this makes me an asshole. No, that's why I said like bitch in 2023. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't mean literally, but like the shit that used to work is not going to work anymore. So when you step in my space, what do you want? Like somebody said to me the other day, um, you played in my face. And I said, only thing I play is video games. Mm. You know, I don't play in people's faces. If you're intentional with me and I know your intention, then I'm going to communicate, but I don't, Mm. I don't beat around the bush or I don't try to think what you're thinking. If you're, Mm. if you want to pursue me, you need to make it known and we'll go from there. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. so. I, I really, mm-hmm. I feel like something's brewing after Valentine's Day because that period of you getting a gift is over. So if you, if we start if we start talking oh, next week, February first, February tenth, we're gonna skip Valentine's Day this year. Um, um, but I, I do feel like something's like somebody's coming, or I'm gonna see something's gonna happen. I feel like this year is gonna be, and I, I'm really excited about the things that I'm indulging myself in, and um. I just want to be a good person, you know. But yeah, that hit my spirit. Hey man, I love that. Um, this actually just hit my spirit while we were um I mean, as I made mention earlier while we were talking about Chad Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> don't do that. Um, but I what what I was about to say, it's just amazing how many people were impacted by his life. So I want to speak to the difference between uh, being an influencer and an mm. impactor. Um, with uh, with influence, that usually that speaks to usually having the ability to change um, someone's mind for the moment. It's more so of a kind of a go with the flow thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can influence you can influence somebody to do something, whether it be just by more than likely by uh, mm-hmm. manipulation, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but w- but when somebody uh, has an impact on their life, that like when I think of impact, I think of like a strong collision, yeah. right? So something that has hit my life so hard that it has changed my life forever. So I just want to um, encourage everyone that is listening that uh, and instead of focusing on how you can influence, I want when I, pa- I when I leave this earth. I number one want to leave empty. I want to leave with nothing left inside of me. I don't want to go to the grave with uh, buried promises, buried books, buried deals, buried opportunities, buried endeavors. I want to leave this earth completely empty. And I also want to have impacted mm-hmm. people and, and, and not in a negative way, but in the great. And, and when you live a good life, you know what I'm saying? Especially for me, I'm up for me because I'm a Christian. When you live a yep. godly life, you know what I'm saying? When, when, when you really follow the statutes of the, when you follow the basic instruction before leaving earth, the Bible, it will teach you how to live an impactful life where when you pass, you can say one, where, where, when you pass, people can say wonderful things about you and how you just being in their presence changed their life because of one encounter. You know what I'm saying? So just instead of focusing on influencing people, let's go ahead and get towards of living an impactful life. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that shit that had my spirit while we were talking yeah. earlier. I was gonna say something, I forgot. I'm it, crack it, it up. Was, oh, Eddie. it was good. It was real good too. It was real good. Oh, it, it was came good. Back. Um, I think it's Thank important to be kind to people. Absolutely. I cannot tell you the people ask me like when I was still like performing. Well, how did you do such and such? And how did you? I was just nice. Because I, I learned in college, like, you never know. The person that you are being nasty with might be the person behind the audition mm-hmm. table. And genuinely I mean, nice. you know, and genuinely you've been an kind. asshole. And so, like, you audition, they go out. Oh, such, don't even worry about them because they're, a, they're not a nice person. So, like, I always mm-hmm. told myself to be kind, to be genuine, and to be humble. And I think those three factors mm-hmm. like bleed into other areas of your life and you reap the benefits mm-hmm. without even knowing, you know? So I know mm-hmm. if I was to leave this earth at this exact moment, I know that I've left an impact on people because they've told me, they've told me. Right. And, and that's the, that compliment top tier. is top I'm tier. A, I'm a words of affirmation, love language guy all day. And the older I get, the more I need, the yes, more I absolutely. need it. But, um, mm-hmm. And it's, I would be like, why me? And it's just like, because I'm just kind. I'm just a kind person. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, people are like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't have to do it. No, I want to do it. Like, I, and we, we can go, but like, right. I have a coworker. She always emails me when she needs something from me specifically to do. And she'd be like, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm sorry to bother you. I'm sorry to like, I'm like, please stop apologizing. I want to do it because not only do I enjoy my job, but I enjoy helping people. And I'm not looking for anything in return mm-hmm. because I already know that it's going to come to me regardless. So I'm I'm not doing it out of, you know, obligation or like, oh, I know something's coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it because I want to, because I'm just, I've always been taught to be kind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Beautiful thing. So that, that was, that's our episode. Um, it has been a great episode. Mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed this topic. I had fun. I've been drunk the entire time. Stumped. To God be the glory. <laughs> I've been stumped. So stumped the entire time. Um, but yeah, we love y'all. Um, like, comment, subscribe, share all of the things. Remember to DM us your crazy questions or your crazy DM stories. We would love to share them with everyone. Um, this is LeBron B. Just Jeremy. Yes, and we love y'all. We are signing out until next week. Deuces.